Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Hey, everyone. You're listening to the Bay Curious podcast, where we explore the Bay Area one question at a time. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Did you know the Bay Area was once home to the longest bridge in North America and also one of the skinniest? It's the original bridge that ran between San Mateo and Hayward, or Hayward and San Mateo, depending on which side of the bay you sit on. Kathleen McCusick of Redwood City used to work in biotech near Bridgeview Park in Foster City, which is how she came to ask us this question. I stumbled across a remnant of the 1929 San Mateo Bridge about a dozen years ago. I would love to know more about that original bridge in its heyday. We have a lot of spectacular bridges here in the Bay Area, but let's be honest, the San Mateo Hayward Bridge doesn't get a ton of love. Today, we're putting her in the spotlight and learning more about the original bridge that helped shape our region. We'll be right back. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. This week, we're answering a question from Kathleen that was selected by you, our audience, in a monthly voting round. If you want say in what we cover, vote in our current poll at baycurious.org. Okay, so Kathleen wants to know the story behind what remains of what was then called the San Francisco Bay Toll Bridge. We sent KQED's Rachel Myro to check it out. If you've walked or cycled along the Bay Trail on the peninsula, you know it passes under the San Mateo Hayward Bridge. My daughter and I were here on the weekend to ride bikes on the Bay Trail, and we came around a curve, and here was this astonishing little piece of a bridge, um, which raised all kinds of questions in my mind. Kathleen McCusick Googled it naturally, as did I, and there just isn't a whole lot out there. The best resource? One article written a few years ago for the Hayward Historical Society, an article written by this guy. John Christian, formerly an archivist at the Hayward Area Historical Society. 
we all met at the Bridgeview Park, where you can spy a little stub of the old bridge alongside the big new one. It's a noisy park. You can hear the traffic from the new bridge, not to mention planes flying overhead from SFO. This is the first time I've been over here. I guess I'm too Hayward-centric, but yeah, I've never really seen it from this side, to be honest. According to Christian, the Hayward-San Mateo Bridge was originally proposed in 1922 by the Oakland Chamber of Commerce as a way to jumpstart commerce between the peninsula and the East Bay. Construction began in December of 1927. Flash forward to March 2nd, 1929, and we have... the grand opening of what was then called the San Francisco Bay Toll Bridge. Now, quick production note, 1929 is a tricky time for sound reporters in the Bay. Much of the news footage from that era was still silent. What talkies there were typically brought sound to big national news stories. But the bridge opening in 1929 was a big deal for the Bay Area, and then President Calvin Coolidge participated in the dedication by pressing a telegraph button in Washington, D.C. that directed the unfurling of an American flag from the bridge. Then San Francisco Mayor Sonny Jim Rolfe, who was known to love attending celebrations of almost any kind, was the biggest local celebrity to show up in person. Not unlike the Golden Gate Bridge to the north, this bridge helped farmers get their goods to market. In the 1920s, the region on both sides of the bay was rural, as opposed to suburban as it is today. Farms, orchards, canneries, salt harvesting, and maybe because it wasn't designed primarily for commuter traffic, I think it's worth noting that the original bridge was only 30 feet wide, with just two lanes and about seven miles long. Looking at the new bridge, I mean, compared to the old bridge, this bridge is a monster, you know, it's like six lanes. The original bridge would have been just two lanes, you know, back and forth. Petite and also, I have to say, terrifying, right? Like two, two lanes, two lanes only, yeah. one going in one direction, one in the other, 30 feet wide, Yeah. going over, over the bay. Right. Yeah, I mean, it must have been, I mean, I guess, you know, it probably was kind of fun, I guess, but, you know, but yeah, probably a little horrifying, yeah. Especially if there's a stiff wind picking up off yeah. the water. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Driving a Model T Ford. <laughs> Nobody was blown in the water, as far as I can tell. Fun fact. The original toll was 45 cents, about $8 in today's money. So, Christian says, adjusted for inflation, it was more expensive to cross in 1929 than it is today. Takes the sting out of today's $7 toll, or maybe not. Anyway, it wasn't long before newspaper articles were calling the old bridge antique. By 1954, 7,400 cars and trucks were crossing every day because the rural towns on either side of the bay did become suburbs. You know, it was like a small bridge taking you to a small place, you know. And now it's like this, it's massive, like, you know, city center to city center. And the biggest complaint about this bridge was not how slender it was, but the electric drawbridge that went up on average six times a day to let marine traffic pass underneath. That brought cars and trucks on the bridge to a standstill.
So in 1961, the groundwork was laid for the construction of a wider, taller bridge to be built just a few feet north of the original span. The old bridge was dismantled piece by piece, except for the small bit you can still see from Bridgeview Park today. According to the state's Department of Transportation, by the way, the new bridge is still the longest bridge in California. So now that you know the full story, any thoughts? I really wish that the pier were open and I could walk out onto the bridge. That would be like a dream come true. That story was reported by KQED's Rachel Myro. I hope you'll join me tonight, Thursday, August 24th, at Blackbird Books in San Francisco's Outer Sunset. It's the last stop on our tour for our new book, Bay Curious, exploring the hidden true stories of the San Francisco Bay Area. I'll be reading, signing, answering your questions, and playing a mini trivia game. Hope to see you there. Be sure you're subscribed to Bay Curious so you never miss an episode. Follow me on Instagram at oallenprice and sign up for our monthly newsletter at baycurious.org newsletter. Bay Curious is made by Amanda Font, Christopher Beal, and me, Olivia Allen Price. Additional support from Jen Chien, Katie Springer, Cesar Saldana, and Holly Kernan. Have a great week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.